Paris, it's 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 one of the very expensive cities to live. Yeah, in, it's right? expensive, and it's, yeah. yeah, if you have no money, yeah, it, it can be bad. And it mm. went bad for me. I I, <laughs> I happened to sleep uh, four, five five nights outside in the really? because I didn't want to spend my my three hundred dollars. Hey guys, what's up? This is Yuki, and welcome back to Toasted App, episode thirty-four. In today's episode, I'm sharing an interview with Alan Abani. He's a professional photographer. He's originally from France, but he's now based in Japan. He's working with brands and magazines such as Nike, Rolling Stone Japan, Adidas, Tokyo Weekender, and so on. He's very passionate about portrait photography. And during this interview, he's talked about how he's been building his career as a photographer from zero. What kind of journey he went through, including his past experiences of struggles, and so on. Lots of things coming up, and also lots of laughter as usual as well. So, without further ado, let's dive into it. Hey, my friend, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> you started the conversation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that、um, the recording started? Yeah, I just. Saw it. <laughs> okay.、Cool. Oh my god! Wow, cool.、Um, so I am here today with an amazing photographer, Alan Abani. How are you, you doing?、Much. I'm great, thank you. Yeah, still working. So yeah, I was recording a YouTube video just now. So. Oh okay, and we made a really good start of starting one hour later than. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Really <laughs> sorry. No, 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 no. No, actually, I was late too, so it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, cool.、Um, so, like, it's been a long time.、Um, yeah, yeah. Last we... time we saw each other was last year. So, yes, good to see you、um, on on screen. Yeah, I know.、Um, and it was you were doing the you're working as a photographer, right? Because it was、yeah. the、um, breaking competition. Yeah. So. You know that they're, they're my friends, but、uh, mm-hmm. as I'm, I'm photographer and filmmaker, so sometimes they ask me to help them or yeah. To... So you're also like you are a photographer and you're also a film like videographer. Is it your yeah? Yeah, I'm a filmmaker as well, but、uh, I'm not how to say I'm not promoting my film skills. I really want to focus mainly on photography, so. I see. I don't do film a lot. Just、mm-hmm. really, it's like、uh, kind of、yeah. personal, or you know, when I want to film, or it's mostly for YouTube. So、mm. you know, cool. Otherwise, I want to keep focus on my、uh, photography career. I see. Okay, so I've got、um, a lot of questions. <laughs> okay, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, you know, ask you. So yeah,、um, you are. I think for those of you who don't know about you,、um, like. You are now in Japan, but obviously you were not born and raised in Japan, right? So I'm Japanese. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I was like,、oh. <laughs> um, so do you want to kind of <laughs> do you want to、um, kind of briefly describe your background, where you came from, and like when you came to Japan? And- sure, 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 no problem. So、um, my name is Alan Abani.、Um, I was born and raised in France, in the south of France. Um, it's been like ten years that I started photography, and I moved to Japan two years and a half ago. So okay, 
so you actually you were working as a photographer in France as well. Yeah, yeah it's been 10 years I, I do photography and I decided to move. So the first time I visited Japan was uh, three years and a half ago. And uh, I just came for vacation. After that, I wanted to go to New York for uh, try to make uh, to make it as a photographer. But uh, I decided to come again to Japan. And then I met some people. I started to build my network like this. And little by little, I found my first clients. And then I decided to 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 live here. Oh, okay. Wow. So, what, like, was there any reason why you decided to come to Japan? Uh, yes and no. So at first, I, I I was in love with with like I was really passionate by by Japan since I was a kid. So I really wanted to come a few weeks uh, before like moving to the US. And then when I came, I was like, it was way better than I expected. So <laughs> I kind of fell in love with the country, and I was like, okay, I have to come back. And then at that time, I met a girl who now is my wife. So it mm. was like two reasons to 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 come to Japan. You know, nice. Okay, so let's talk about um, like photography. Um, so you, you you told me like you got interested in photography like ten years ago. Was it like yeah. is is that when you started your career or was it when uh, you started? So actually, oh, if we have to talk about time, uh, <laughs> I was like uh, I think. 17 years old when I grabbed my first camera like uh, okay. you want the story you want to know how I got my yeah, first camera yeah definitely, okay, definitely so I was in uh, high school and I met um, my ex-girlfriend at that time mm-hmm. she just bought a, a camera and uh, uh, I happened to use it more than her so you know we were taking <laughs> uh, photos together and stuff and then I grabbed more often than her and I take photos of outside and and things like this. So I started to be interested by, by cameras like this. And then um, I started uh, breakdancing at that time as well. So uh, I was, uh, how to say, mechanic. You know, I repaired the cars and everything. Okay. Uh, so it was my, my job be, um, besides the, the school. It was like a, a three weeks of uh, job and uh, one week of school, you know. I don't know if you have this in Japan. Oh, it's like um, where you, you go to school, but... You also work as a, yeah. like but as part just, of your studies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. So it was this, and then um, I decided to quit to quit my work after almost two years. So I didn't graduate. So I stopped just before, and oh, wow. I I bought my first camera, and I I told myself, okay, I'm gonna do only photography. So I started shooting my friends when we were practicing breakdance. I started like this, and then we went to like, uh, do you know? Uh, yeah, you know, Battle of the Year. We, we, yes. we went there, and uh, so I happened to to shoot the Battle of the Year in 2009, I think, 2009, mm-hmm. and um, it was the one on the one versus one. Okay. In in Germany, and then I I was in Montpellier at Montpellier in France. This this one. Mm-hmm. But so you, you, so you you shot as in like you took a photo, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, took yeah. photos of the event, but okay. it was unofficial. So normally you cannot gr- grab your camera there, you know. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, at that time you 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 cannot bring your your professional camera inside. Oh, really? <laughs> so I sneaked in and uh, I took photos. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It was like you know Craig David. Uh, that was who uh, just do it. Okay. The big big names of the b-boying scene. 
and then um, I posted on on internet. And then many of the dancers they liked my photos and they started to to put as a profile picture on on Facebook. Okay. And this is how my name started to spread. It was just a little bit, you know. But I was like, "What? Ah, David <laughs> put my my photo on Facebook and everything." I was super happy and like Korean B boys as well. And two years later, uh, Battle of the Year officially asked me to to shoot for them. So wow. I took the photos of the event, and I happened to take I think nobody said but I, for me i took the best photos of, of the event because uh, uh, there were, at the time there was like a, you know chris brown the rapper chris I, brown oh chris brown yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah <laughs> so he, he made a movie about breakdance you know oh, okay he made a movie and so at that time he was filming the movie at the uh, battle of the year so in front of the scene, there was like a rails with big cameras and everything. So photographers, usually they go if just in front of the scene, you know, to shoot. But this time, we can, no photographers can can be in front of the scene because there were like a rails and cameras. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I went around and I just went in the middle of the crowd of the people, you know. So I sneaked in and I, everybody was like so tight, I cannot shoot. And, I, you know, I'm tall, so I was bothering many people I, sh- <laughs> I shot every 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 shows i shot them from face and only me had th- these photos uh-huh. so after that red bull asked me if they can use my photos and everything so it's created more my name like this mm. uh, and after that many uh, famous breakdance competitions asked me if i can shoot the event like uh, mm. you know world b-boy classic stuff yeah like this. Oh my god! These are all like big, you know, yeah, <laughs> big competitions. Yeah, yeah. They, like they one of the, like the, the, they are, you know, for for the people who don't know much about breakdance, like these these competitions that <laughs> Alan is talking about, it's actually really big. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. big. Yeah. And I, I was really happy. But the thing is, bebooing scene doesn't pay. They don't pay. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, guys, can you can you pay the, the travel for me and the hotel or something? They were like, no, we cannot, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, and at that time, I decided to stop shooting breakdance mm-hmm. because it doesn't pay. And I, I really wanted to go towards like portrait um, photography. And I, I went to Toulouse. I moved there and... Uh, mm-hmm and hopefully i can make like uh, more clients because i'm from a really small town in the south of france and i was doing like photo shoots for 50 euros it's like a roku saiyan it was like uh you know it's super cheap but people in my town they it's expensive for them Mm. and i I, I didn't have the same experience and the level that i have now Mm -hmm. so it was like hard to make some money there so i decided Mm. to move in a bigger city and hopefully make more money that it didn't happen so i stopped for two or three years and i, I was a waiter i worked in a, in in a, in a japanese restaurant actually really yeah, you, so you, you you quit for two years yeah so wow it was not quitting it was a break you know sometimes mm. you need a break and uh, but during this break so i didn't shot i didn't shoot but i decided to learn more uh, deep into like a photography uh, theories like you know the light so I, I, I bought like books like this, just about the, the light and everything. Mm. So I consumed a lot of knowledge in two years, but I didn't shoot. 
So after two years of uh, working in the restaurant, I decided to to buy another camera, a bigger one, a better one. And uh, I decided to move to Paris. Uh, I had a good opportunity to, to shoot the fashion week. So I moved to Paris like just for a week and I didn't know anything about Paris. Mm. Even the fashion industry, I didn't know anything. So it was really so did you, Sorry, did you, how, how did you get the opportunity? Did you just apply for it? Um, no, the thing is, uh, I, on Facebook, I had a friend that I never met. He, he, he was, he's Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a stylist and he was working for, for a Chinese actress uh, going to the fashion week. And he, has, he had to, you know, um, bring her to the big uh, fashion houses and, uh, you know, rent the clothes for the fashion shows and everything. And he texted me on on Facebook and he said, um, Alan, listen to me, my photographer just, uh, how to say, canceled. Uh, mm. he, he cannot make it. So will you will you be able to make it? I was like, wow. wait, I'm in the south of France, in Paris. I need like a, 10 hours to come or something. Yeah. And he said, I, I need you to be here in three days. Can you be here? It's just one week and uh, I cannot pay you, but I can accommodate accommodate you. Like the, he rented the pretty big apartment for the team we were like five or six so i said uh, okay let's do it so i took i take the train i arrived in paris i was like lost really lost <laughs> i didn't know anybody no friends in paris nothing <laughs> so i i managed to to arrive at the apartment and he briefed the the team uh so and and i i saw like a fashion shows for the first time like a big brand and i was like wow yeah I like stars in my eyes and I told myself, okay, next month I come to live to Paris. So after this week, I go back to the south, mm-hmm. and I told my my uh, apartment uh, how to say owner, I I told him, listen, next month I'm, I go to Paris, so let let's do the paper. Wow. Uh, and then I moved to Paris. Yeah, no friends, no not so much money. I have just three hundred dollars. So okay. And I didn't know if I if I will be able to stay like for a week or something yeah because i mean paris it's 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 one of the very expensive cities to live yeah it's expensive and if you have no money yeah it it can be bad and it Mm. went bad for me i i (laughs) i happened to sleep uh, for five five nights outside in really because i didn't want to spend my my 300 dollars directly so i was like okay i'm gonna sleep one or two nights uh in in the like outside so maybe if I if I can stay a few days outside, when I need really really need to take a shower, I can go to the hotel or something, you know. And I have mm. three hundred dollars to use. Uh, oh my god! By being careful, so yeah, I stayed five nights uh, outside, and then uh, after that, I, I don't know, I don't remember exactly, but I posted something on Facebook, uh, a post, and then uh, um, a friend of mine, we we weren't friends at that time, just you know. A, a guy you know from your hometown mm-hmm. and uh he said uh hey man i, I live in paris actually I'm, I'm i'm fashion designer at school and everything so where do you live where do you sleep he said i said Lame. yeah here and there you know <laughs> and then he, said, uh, he said you can come to my apartment the time you find something wow so really grateful i i, I went there and i stayed uh, maybe six months or seven months at his apartment mm-hmm. yeah he saved he saved my life at that time Wow. My life, I don't know, but he he helped me a lot, and I'm really grateful for that. Damn. Yeah. So you you had these six weeks, uh, sorry, six months, and you, yeah. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, so six months I stayed there and I didn't find a job. Uh, it was really hard as a newcomer to Paris to find a job because everybody has already their own photographers, friends, or, you know, they never asked to the new newbie in Paris, uh, from the South, especially they don't, I don't know why, but a few times I had the reflection, like, uh, people tell, told me, uh, you from the South, you have the, the Southern accent so too much and everything. And I was young at the time. I was like 20, how old was I? 21 or 23. Yeah. Around, mm -hmm. I think 21. Yeah. So yeah, people didn't want to work with me. So wow. it was really hard. And I stayed two years and a half in Paris and uh, yeah, no work, no money. So oh, there are months I, I, I've earned maybe just like, uh, I don't know, 100 euros <sighs> a month or something. So yeah, I was, I told you I spent five nights outside, right? Mm -hmm. But the whole two years, two years and a half, I was homeless in a way. I was sleeping here and there. Mm. So yeah, I managed to to find places to to sleep at. And uh, uh, oh my god! And so you, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, my my this friend is, helped me a lot. Oh my that's, god, this is shocking. Mainly, not. I mean, now it's okay, but at the time, especially the, the five nights were like really, really, really difficult. Mm. But after that, I have friends, I have girlfriends, and, mm. uh, you know, it was easier to to make it. But, yeah, I'm really grateful I have uh, good friends. And yeah. I met good people in my in my time in Paris. Mm. But so you, you didn't find your job in Paris? No, I didn't find my job. Uh, just mm. before leaving Paris, actually, I started to, to make some money just, just a few months before. And then something happened in my life, and I had to to come back in the south of France for for okay. for a little bit. Uh, I happened mm -hmm. to stay I don't know eight months or one year in the south with my family, mm -hmm. and then I planned to to move to New York. So it was like I go to uh, my plan was to stay in the, in the south a little bit, a few months, and then I can save some money, and then I move to New York. But before I stopped by Tokyo. So I went to Tokyo and I never left. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I went back to France. I went back to France, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. back and forth. But uh, yeah, I didn't go to the US yet. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So did they are, oh my God, that was really, <laughs> I didn't know that, um, that you oh, really? okay. had a really, I I you. no, no, no. I, I, okay. I honestly didn't know that, you know, you had a, a tough time. Yeah, I really want to, I just really, um, curious, like, cause you, you, cause you were having a tough time in Paris, right? Yeah. And, but you didn't give up on doing photography. No. Like, is, is it, is there some, is there any reason for that? Like, why were you so passionate about like, that's a good question. Nobody, nobody asked me this, but, um, I'm just super focused uh determination is a point i'm lucky to have uh since i started once i took the decision that i i, I will i will be a photographer i knew i will make it mm -hmm. so i gave myself 10 years and uh it was sure i'm gonna make it i knew even i don't know since maybe 16 years old i don't know but my mindset was i knew if i spend many years to do the same thing 
someday it will, it will come, you know, money will come and success will come. Not that I'm successful yet. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still in the, in the rise. Yeah, you are but, really um, rising now. Yeah. So yeah, determination and uh, I told myself I'm, I'm going to, how to say this, um, mm-hmm. this obstacle, obstacle? No. Uh, the obst- obstacles. Obstacles. Mm-hmm. So I knew there would be a lot and mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I don't care what happens. Like, I'm. I'm. I started to develop uh, to do se- some self improvement, self development. Uh, I I worked a lot on this, and uh, I had a friend in, in the south of France who is a businessman, successful businessman, and he kind of helped me to to he teached me the self development many things. So I was ready. Like, I don't care what happens. I I, w- I will make it. Just if I die, I cannot make it. But otherwise, uh, even one arm less, I, I can make it. You know, there is always uh, a solution. So, so yeah, and yeah, ten years. Mm. Oh my god! Okay, but determination and focus and the passion, patience, patience. Mm. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so when you so you came to Japan, yeah, and but you, did you <laughs> did you speak Japanese? No, 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 no. You didn't speak I, Japanese. I, st- I still don't speak Japanese. I, just, <laughs> I understand and I just have the basics, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so. Well, so how did you, so like you are now, you know, getting a lot of offers from, you know, like famous magazines in Japan. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's just incredible, you know. Um, but what was, what was it like to start your career in a country where you don't even speak the language that is spoken? Yeah. Was was it? Stressful. Yeah. Kind of stressful at the beginning because I moved here and I, I had to to find like the first client, you know, the goal was to find the first and then I can make some money to pay my rent and uh, and then to to improve to to invest on myself in order to find more clients, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I came back and forth to Japan. I came four times before um, moving here. So I built my network little by little, and my first client was through a b-boy uh, connection. Mm-hmm. So from my first client, it was like kind of six months contract or something. So for six months, I was sure to be able to pay my rent and, mm-hmm. and eat and everything. So after this, I was cool, and then I can I can have more time to focus to on finding new clients or working on my personal project and everything. So yeah, after that, uh, I find more clients, but English speakers, everybody was English speakers. I didn't work with Japanese and I missed a lot of contracts because I don't speak Japanese. So Mm. it's kind of a bummer, but um, uh, still now I miss some contract because I don't speak Japanese. So I have to learn. I know I have (laughs) to, and I want to learn. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm living in Japan. So for me, it's, 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 I have to learn, you know, when you move in a country, you have to speak the language. But unfortunately, when I moved to Japan, I had time, but I was, uh, I was lazy to learn. I wanted to find clients first and now I don't have so much time and, um, mm. and I want to learn. So, yeah. Yeah. I understand that. I mean, it's, it's tough when, when like, cause in the language, um, you, you need to really put yourself 
out there and then like you know say surround yourself with japanese yeah exactly um, but it's 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 especially tough when you can't say a word or you don't know much you know so mm. but i'm sure so you even, get it you know yeah yeah so like even even if my wife is japanese mm-hmm. it's really difficult because when we start to to talk or i ask a question why why do you use this in Japanese and instead of this word? And then she starts to explain and then it takes time too <laughs> long. And I'm like, okay, let's speak English. So, here <laughs> tomorrow, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Okay. So, yeah. wow. Um, but so you, I, I like how, you know, your, your passion for breaking kind of, um, you know, gave you the opportunity to, uh, in photography, you know, um, because that that's how you got your first client right because breaking because you were doing breaking you got your yeah yeah yeah. so it was Um, connections like even honestly the the you know in japan like uh you know them like shin uh gj you know them right yeah you know so when i came here daiki introduced them to me okay so for for the people who are listening daiki is a common friend of Mm -hmm. yuki and me and for me, they were legends. They are legends of, of break, mm. breakdance, right? So when I started, I was looking at them on, on, on YouTube and everything. Oh, wow. So when I met them, I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, so I was kind of impressed. And then after, um, you know, spend more time together, more events and stuff. So we became friends. And then you connect with uh, these amazing people. And I'm lucky that I, maybe my work was good enough for me to introduce me to other people. Mm-hmm. So it went like this, and uh, yeah. So because do of breakdancing, yeah. Do you think that first? So when when do you think was was the time when you, you know, when you found more and more clients? Like, is it is was it was it the the breaking the first client really allowed you to have more things, or was there any another like client that kind of allowed you to have more clients? No, so like the first client was to survive, to yeah. to to be able to stay here, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was the security, and after that, I contacted many uh, magazines that I would like to shoot for, you know, because my main thing was portrait and and fashion. I wanted to do, to focus on this, so I contacted maybe a hundred different companies in Japan, wow. and just one replied to me just by one. email. Yeah, by email. Yeah, yeah, by email. Just one replied to me, and uh, it was actually two months later, two months after, two months after that they replied me. So I was like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) (laughs) During two months, you received they checked the email that was sent two months ago. Oh my god, it's crazy. So I don't know. And they replied, (laughs) "Hey, Alan, we sorry we didn't see your email earlier." I was like, you know, desperate. Two months later, (laughs) nobody replied. So I was glad, hey, it's okay, no problem, thank you. Uh, so they said, uh, we love your work and we would like to meet you soon. So uh, I, I went to, to meet them, it was a magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I met them and a uh, really nice person, their team is amazing. And they asked me, they put me on an assignment. So on a job I have to go for, in, it was in Nico, I think, mm-hmm. the first job. So I went there and uh, it went really well. They liked the photos, kind of how it went, how it started. Mm, I see. Yeah, the thing is, uh, I like as a photographer, many people are expecting the clients to come to themselves. 
it, it's kind of the mindset I had in Paris. I said in doing two years in the house in Paris, it was hell for me. It's because I was waiting someone come to me. I, uh, I didn't have the marketing tools and marketing knowledge to, to be like, uh, you know, now I go to everybody. I said, I want to work with you. I, I, I let you know, I want to work with you and I show you what I can do for you. So now it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but back then in Paris, I was really bad. And I was in a creative team with many photographers and, and filmmakers. And sometimes they brought some, some clients uh, at the studio. So I had some really small gigs, but I was focusing on this. So I, I didn't find other clients by myself. I was just doing with the clients we have at the studio. Mm. It was a really bad mindset, really. It's my fault if I, had, if I made no money in Paris. Um, but it kind of, uh, maybe made me stronger, you know? Uh, I realized that it was my fault, so I, I learned a lot about the marketing stuff and how to how to show your value and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is when I moved to Japan uh, that I applied all um, those marketing things that I've learned uh, when I was back in France. Mm. Also France. Wow. Is it okay? okay? Is it okay? Do oh you understand God. everything? Yeah, of course. I mean, okay. it's wow. It's amazing. I use, so, I use my words. So. No, no, no. It's it's. Okay. I, I completely understand. And um, wow, it's incredible. It's just incredible how you you know. So your your experience in Paris of not getting the job, kind of, um, you learned from it and exactly. decided exactly. to, you know, put yourself, you know, out there and contacted a lot yeah. of people to prove your your work and stuff. At first, it was difficult because when you have to promote yourself. It kind of difficult especially if you're not sure of what you do or if mm. you you want to make money but you feel shy because many people are better than you and everything so it was kind of hard uh, at the beginning especially when it comes to to talk about the money mm. with the with the clients but yeah the first months are difficult and then you do again and again and again and then your your skills improve at the same time so yeah, I nice. improved a lot since I'm in Japan. Actually, I'm really glad. So now I'm more confident about about my my work and what I do. And I know, yeah, now I arrived at the point where I'm sure of my value. I don't I don't shoot for cheap anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, my price my price is higher than the average photographers, and this is the image I want to show. I, I want I want people to know me as an expensive photographer. I don't want to shoot for everybody at the average price. I want to shoot for the people who know what they want and who want uh, beautiful photos of them and their family or people around them. Kind of legacy, you know, I want, I want to, my photos are for people who need photos of their siblings and who, you know, I mean, you know, when someone passed away, unfortunately, the only thing that, that you have is, a picture of them right mm. the only thing now we're lucky we have the videos and everything but usually you, you just have a few images of, of them and what i want is that my photos that they stay many generations uh, into a family house or any place you know so now i print only portraits all my my photo shoots are printed and uh, I give a specific package or I, I do wall portraits and stuff. So I want something quality that everybody could be proud and put on their wall when mm. they miss someone and not just a picture, a random picture. Wow. I love it. 
Oh my god! Now, now I'm more excited to see your work from now on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank oh my you. God. Yeah, I don't tell everybody this, so actually yeah. you're the first one that who I I tell everything like this. So. Oh my God. Cool. Wow, that was so cool. So, where can people find your photos mostly on Instagram and? Yeah, where are so you I have Instagram.、Uh-huh. I'm on YouTube as well. If、uh, there are some photographers who are listening, or if someone knows a photographer who needs to some tips or some advices for photography, I have a YouTube channel. Now I'm 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 making a lot of videos, and I do the videos in English、um, because、mm-hmm. I was doing them in French the last few years. Now it's in English,、mm-hmm. so you can find me on YouTube, Alan Abani. Instagram same. My website. I don't think you don't need to see my website. Instagram is better. Okay. Cool. And, yeah,、uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put、yeah. the all the links、um, at the description of the episode. So, oh、I、my god,、it. it was amazing story back <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, it's honestly.、Um, but yeah, thank you so so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,、that? I, I really hope that.、You. Oh my god, I I really hope that I can see you soon after this. Yeah, I hope so. So that was the interview. I hope you enjoyed it. I was really surprised by the fact that he needed to sleep outside for like five days when he firstly came to Paris. His determination to become a photographer and his passion towards photography is very astonishing and inspiring. Also, he said that he sent more than hundred emails and just got one reply. But that one reply can really change everything, right? And I think we could see that from Alan's story, and this kind of reminded me of the story of Elizabeth Gilbert. She is an author of Eat, Pray, and Love, and other books. And I actually talked about it.、Um, I actually talked about her TED talk in the past podcast episode. But I think before she came, you know, before she became famous as a writer, she was working at the restaurant for like six years, I think. And meanwhile, she kept getting rejected, and rejected. But one day, she finally got an offer, and that was the story of you know that was the start of her career as a writer. And I think she was talking about it at the TED talk that I shared. And so you know, really, like these things take time, but I am determined to keep going, and I hope that all of you do too, towards your goals. And yeah. Let's keep it up. So that was it for today. Thank you so much for listening. For those of you who are interested in Alan's photography,、um, please go check his Instagram. I put the link in the description of this episode, and also he's got YouTube as well for the people who are interested in photography and also who want to become photographer. He's sharing some tips, so、um, please go check his YouTube as well. And lastly. Please let me know how you found this episode. Anything you liked, anything you wanted to hear more, anything you felt from this interview. Also, if there are topics that you want me to do on this podcast or people that you want me to do interview with, feel free to share with me as well. More episodes are coming up, so stay tuned for the next one. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you have a great week. I hope you're having a great time, <laughs> and I'll see you very soon. Bye.